Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We are here. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Steph March. And, um, oh, Stephanie. Yeah. This is a good, this is the good hour. This is the hour where we tell you our top two in hour two. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now the Weekly Dish presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In hour two. All right, give me two, winning, winning, winning. A one, two, one, two. All right. This is the part of the show where we tell you the things that we are obsessed with. But before we do it, I'm going to tease you out. There was one question that came in that we did not get to in the last break, which is, uh, Stephanie, here is the question. Okay. I have a kid's free day and I am in St. Paul today and I am looking for a lunch spot. Where would you go if you had a kid's free day in St. Paul for a lunch spot? I mean, I'm sort of teasing it out, but I would go to Salty Tart in St. All Paul. Right. And I would probably hit around, I would probably go to Salty Tart and then walk around the farmer's market and walk around Lower Town and see what's happening there because there's so much going on there. Yes. Yeah. Another, I, uh, I might also go, I ate at Meritage this week and I oh. sat outside on their patio outside. Yeah. Um. Okay. You know how you say that when you go to a restaurant, if you order the chicken, like all good restaurants should be able to make an excellent chicken. Roast chicken. Yeah. They had this like chicken that was at Meritage. Yes, I have a picture of it on my Instagram. It was so perfectly seared and crisp. Oh, and it was just like this pieard of life, you know, like it had this jus, a couple of roasted potatoes, a little green salad. God, it was good. That's good. Just beautiful skin. I'll also tell you that uh, Break Bread is celebrating, uh, they're having a birthday party today. And so if you want to go down to that, it's a cute little bakery on West 7th and not too far from Moochie's. And they're from 830 to 2 p.m. They are doing games and crafts and they've got great, you know, it's their second birthday. They've got great breads. It's kind of just it would be nice to go get a cookie and hang out with the people. Yes. Might be kind of fun. All right. Um, So that leads us into. I did have actually somebody asked about on the Twitter. Someone was asking that another good question was summer bucket list. Tiffany asked is doing a pizza farm. And she said, which one would you recommend? And I had thrown out that, you know, my favorite is A to Z produce and bakery, which is, of course, in Stockholm, Wisconsin. And that is only on a Tuesday. That's the only problem with that one. Mm -hmm. It only happens on Tuesdays, but it really is. If you can take a Tuesday off, one of the best. Um, another one is Red Barn Farm in Northfield, which that has got a really great, um, that's got a really great vibe and a lot of fun stuff. And then the last one I would say would be Two Ponies Garden, Two Pony Gardens, which is local. You know, it's in like Long Lake and they have pizza brunches and pizza afternoons. You do have to buy tickets for that one though. Vino in the Valley is one that's open a lot. It's a huge space. They have weddings. They are right by a river in Wisconsin. That's mm-hmm. another one that would be really fun and is open a lot. That one's more like a restaurant, too. Yeah. I mean, like it's less like a farm growing. You're, if that's what you're looking for, the farm that grows the produce and then cooks it on the pizza. But they, that one is just a beautiful, like that's a beautiful stroll. Yeah. You know? Really nice. Um, the other one I would just tell you is Nelson Stone Barn. And that one is kind of close to Red Wing. And that one is Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights, you know, kind of a thing. So that's a really good thing. Okay. So there you go. There's your pizza farms. Um, what which leads first? us to, did we play the music yet? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm so out of it today. Did we play it already? <laughs> oh, there you go. Hope. Thank you. I'll play it again for you. <laughs> you never hear it enough. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right. Give me two. Winning, 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 winning. All right. <laughs> 
I know. I'm just off today. I, today is just, you know what? It's the air pressure, I think. Maybe. Let's, I, I know my cheeseburger segment, you guys, was totally ad lib. I'm sure you've seen that because I lost half my content. So it was just well, kind of go. quick. All right. Talk to you an hour or two. I'll go ahead and start. Okay. You start it up. Um, okay. So I'm going to tell you about a ginger lime syrup. Yeah. That you can use to make incredible Moscow mules at your cabin. Okay. It is uh, Heath Glen Farms, our friend um, Dorothy Stainbrook. She makes this ginger syrup. Yep. It is a drink syrup that you can use in Prosecco or champagne for little like fresh drinks. You can use it with gin and have a really delicious gin and tonic or vodka. But my favorite way to have it is with ginger beer and vodka for a Moscow mule. You can find it at, she's at the St. Paul Farmer's Market. You can also buy it online at heathglenfarms.com. And I'll put a link to it on our Facebook page. And they do have it at Certix. They also have it in Kowalski's and some of the other liquor stores and markets. But it's the Ginger Lime Syrup okay. by Heath Glen Farms. I love that stuff. I Me just too. I love the idea of using... Um, thing jams and jellies and cocktails. I know that that sounds no, so I weird. do too. I've but been it's experimenting. Like if, if you really think about it, a jam and a jelly is just a little bit of a more <laughs> it's a simple syrup with flavoring. It's and the same thing. If you shake it up in there, it's the same thing. And don't you have so many of these like I, in your I don't refrigerator? Eat jellies and jams like on right. toast. I don't ever do that. So I feel like I have to come up with a new way to use things. I discovered these candied orange peels, mm-hmm. like Tobasi, I think, makes them. Yeah. And I used them on a tart, but oh. I have this whole jar of them. We've been yeah. putting them in old fashions. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Why not? Oh, I think that's great. Um, okay, so my first top two in hour two is I will tell you guys a little sneaky thing that I uh, was a part of some filming at Smack Shack yesterday. I think I'm not supposed to talk about it, but I, no one can really stop me. So <laughs> um, basically it was a, a follow up episode, you know, to because, of course, 1029 bar was one of the, you know, was on, you know, diners, drive ins and dives so very long ago. And so there was a follow-up episode to it. Do I have to get into right now my feelings about Guy and when he eats the food? I don't know. Is that going to be good or not? Are we talking about holding back what you're not supposed to be saying behind people's backs? Maybe Guy would be really sad. Did I start this? I did start this out. I just, I like him. I like the show. I just don't want to see him eat the food. Do you feel like that way about everybody though, no, or just him? Just I'm just wondering him. because I do have a weird thing of like I don't need to watch so many go celebrities go. But all celebrities on those food shows make Except me kind for of Giada De Laurentiis. Whenever she eats the food, she I makes it her. look like no, oh. she looks too sharp. She is sharp. She's too sharp and pointy. She's for me. sharp. She's angular, and she just looks like a cartoon character. But she's pretty. She's you know how many vitamins pretty. she takes a day? I don't. Twenty-five. Care. How about I don't care? <laughs> Jada, have your life. Anyway, back to my thing <laughs> is that we filmed um, a little bit of a kind of a comeback, you know, to Smack Shack and seen like where they've come. Here's the thing I'm going to tell you. I haven't had boil there in so long that I forget that you can just get lobster boil. Yeah. Like I always think I go there and I get lobster guacamole or I get the lobster. Um, uh what is the thing that they always have? Oh, the lobster roll. roll yeah. I always get the lobster roll because I think that is such a beautiful thing. And we just did boil. And I just the beauty of cracking into stuff and lobsters and the, and just sort of dipping them in the butter and stuff. I just that is a really great communal moments on a patio for lunch in the summer. So that's what I want to tell you guys. 
grab your patio lunch at Smack Shack and get boil. Yum. Just do it. Okay. Okay. All right. I had, okay. My second one is you got to do two things. Okay. First, you got to go to Candyland. They have four locations. Then you walk into the Candyland store and you get the sea salt caramel, caramel corn, and it comes in a little bag. Okay. But then you got to buy another bag of the caramel corn with peanuts. Okay. And then you ask the guy, hey, can you mix these together? Because I really want sea salt caramel, but I want it with peanuts. And so he goes, yeah, let me just take a second. And he goes and he zhuzhes them all together. So you literally have sea salt caramel with peanuts, candy corn, caramel corn from Candyland. But you got to get the two bags and get it all mixed or take it home and mix it yourself. Isn't that the whole like salted nut roll kind of idea? I don't situation? know. It is like an orgasm in your mouth. That's what I know. Because like sea salt caramel is better than just caramel corn with salt. And I don't know why. Because I don't necessarily think it's like some magical Wait, sea, sea salt, salt moment. Caramel. It's sea salt caramel corn? caramel corn. Oh, okay. Mixed. So you're with, not. So it's not just caramel. You're saying it's not just caramel corn with salt. That's right. It's somehow different. <laughs> and I don't know if they put the salt in when they're making the caramel. Yeah, I think that's probably because it, it tastes different. Okay. It's, it's more. I'll give you that. I don't know anything caramelized. About it. It's just. It's incredible. But I want it with nuts, so I have to buy the other bag. Of just plain caramel core with peanuts, and then he has to mix it all together. Wait, to was get there the candy corn bite. in there or not? Did you say? I, do I keep saying candy corn you instead do. of candy land? Okay, so I'm all confused now of all the components <laughs> and where we're going and all this caramel kind of corn. Stuff. I'm sorry. So it's it is is just caramel day. corn and peanuts. It is salted caramel corn and peanuts. Okay, is what you're it saying? It is salted caramel corn bag one. Bag two is caramel corn and peanuts, and then they mix it all together. So you have salted. <laughs> Caramel, caramel corn with peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really hard for me to think Why through. Why don't you just put peanuts in the other bag? They could probably throw that in there for you. I asked him to, but he was like, no, this is how he told me to do it. But it's it's very, what's, I don't know why the sea salt caramel, caramel corn is so amazing, but it's not just caramel corn with salt. That's oh. all I'm going to tell you. Okay. So that's my second one that got <sighs> very complicated. Okay. Candyland. I'm telling you. I just that they continue to we're, just. We're out of time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to cut you off and I'm going to not even give you guys my second one because I got to stop this right now. I really we're out, out of time. time. We're out of time. Okay. And we're I'm gonna, sweating because, like, cause for whatever reason, tell, that like, required is, a lot of. Yeah. We're going to stop. <laughs> that's our top two in hour two. We'll be, we'll right be back. back. Welcome to the weekly dish. If you hear, like, rumblings in the background. It is our friend Michelle Geyer, the Salty Tart, unpacking frozen ice cream. Oh my goodness. The Sweet Me Creamery Ice Cream yeah. collaboration that she worked on. Um, she can't talk about it because she's so busy getting them out of the container. <laughs> I'm seeing three, six three different flavors. Rookie dough. Wow. All right. Um, let's see. Michelle, that microphone right there in front of you right. is on for you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. So oh my God. how do, so you're a baker. We've had, we have had I'm a just, baker and an ice cream maker and an ice cream lover. So <laughs> how did this collaboration start for Sweet Me Creamery Ice Cream? Um, they called me and said, hey, we're working on this thing. Would you want to like hang out with us? And like chat ice cream and all those things. And I was like, yes. 
So I they just love ice cream, and they just know like you're a tastemaker. Well, yeah, I'm well, like a legit jam. pastry chef. Mm-hmm. So for ten years, for ten yeah, years, and I made ice cream every day, like thirteen different kinds at Charlie Trotter's, like my entire life. Do you know what I mean? I did not know that you made ice cream at Charlie yeah, Trotter's. Like, the book that I wrote with Charlie Trotter mm-hmm. has like at least I don't know eleven different kinds of ice cream in it. And Michelle, Holy, Michelle is a James Holy. Beard Award Holy. winning. Yeah, hold on. This is my favorite. Oh, but this here, let's open up this next. Oh. All right. right so, we have- so we're using these ice creams. Here's another like, well, I love, you know, they're good people. They make good quality product. They have great method and technique. And they make just really delicious things. This is the lemon bar. And it literally has pieces of lemon bar in it. And I think it's just so delicious. Oh, my God. Okay, we are in studio talking ice cream. this one next here. Strawberry rhubarb cooler. That's a really good one. That's my favorite. Is Sweet Me Creamery a division of Kemp's? It is. That's what I thought. Um, And they are a local company that have been pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and just... They're just really great, and they're into quality and good stuff. And, I mean, they're making flavors like, are you kidding me? The lemon barb and the strawberry rhubarb cobbler? Who's ever had that before? It's oh, like all my one. favorite things wrapped into one. The I'm strawberry just walking rhubarb. around. Yes. I'm just going to hug you and talk. Yes. You and videotape <laughs> you. Okay. Uh, I can't they're... talk because my face is so full of ice cream. Sea yeah. salt, chocolate, caramel. Mm-hmm. Good one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The brookie, I love because the I amount of... Brookie. Yeah, because the salt, you eat the salt that's in the brookie dough mm-hmm. in the ice cream pieces, so and I brookie, love like, that brownie bound. cookie. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So lemon... Lemon, lemon bar. bar. That's unique to have... Well, that's so Minnesota, right? All right. This well, is the brookie on. is my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're doing affogados with my mouth full. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do. We're going to eat on the radio today. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lemon bar. Mm-hmm. Good. Wow. So we're doing at, at the St. Paul location, Soldier Jar St. Paul. Which, we're doing affogados, mm-hmm. and which that is, is traditionally uh, an espresso shot poured over ice cream, but we're kind perfect. of like mixing it up. And so we're doing, um, we're using the lemon par and bar and doing matcha over the lemon bar. Yes. 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 We're doing cold press over the brookie dough. Oh, God, yeah. And then we're just kind of playing around and doing a bunch of fun things. Yeah. So you have opened a more full-service bakery Mm -hmm. restaurant Mm -hmm. in the market Mm -hmm. house in St. Paul, right across from the farmer's market. Yes. And you're doing table service there. Table service on the weekends, hot food pastries how's it going pressing. it's going great do you feel thank like you st paul thank you everyone no my, thank you yeah mm-hmm. and you're yeah, celebrating so cool. your 10-year anniversary yeah tomorrow we're having a big party at our Hi. Harriet kitchen celebrating 10 years and i just can't even believe it do you remember like when someone was talking to you about st paul like you probably you're a minneapolis person so you probably yeah. had the minneapolis feelings of like oh st paul well, I, I don't also know didn't grow up here so that doesn't yeah you know go to the core with me yeah some people that grew up here are like real serious about it i mean i don't know it's just they're just two cities i just happen to live in minneapolis and i'm not s- mad at st paul no, no but i but when you opened st paul did it live up to like the expectations of i think it, it exceeded my expectations with support and kindness yep and frequency and just all around good stuff. Yeah, and we don't have as much stuff, so we're just like so happy but when so good nice. stuff comes. Yeah. What is um when you're so sweet me creamery? You're 
it's got to be pretty weird to like walk into the Kowalski's and see your <laughs> ice cream flavors in the freezer section. Isn't that kind of unique? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's some cool stuff. Yeah. You know, like being here is cool. This is cool. <laughs> kind of a cool month. Just visiting. Um, <laughs> Michelle, when you think about what is going on in the pastry world, are there any like new trends or things that you're just like, Besides oh, that there's no employees. That's a new trend. That's a trend. Well, I was going to ask about <laughs> that. <laughs> it's the only trend I can think about right now. So does that mean you're They're enlisting literally- your kids? Yeah, Isabel's at the farmer's market right now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so anyone listening that has kids that want to, like, get into... can you, Employable kids. Yeah. Employable kids. <laughs> Not the bad, crabby ones. We just want the good, employable like kids. the children. <laughs> um, and would, like, getting into this business, like, how did you get into being a pastry chef? Did you... Well, I knew that, you know, when you're 18, they're like, okay, time to go to college. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. Well, um... Boy, I don't want to go to a four-year state school. Yeah. That seemed like the biggest waste of my time because I didn't love school. I don't like love, love school. I didn't, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Right. And so I loved to bake and cook. And my guidance counselor was like, oh, there's a culinary program. And I was like, I'd okay. Love I'd love to try it. Yeah. It's in Chicago. I was like, cool. I was a nanny for three summers in Chicago. So I had this connection. And I thought if anything bad happened, I could go stay with my family there and... It wasn't New York. It wasn't L.A. It was like still Midwestern. And I was like, Chicago it is. This is doable. In Chicago, back in the day when they didn't even have a pastry program. It was just full culinary. Oh, yeah. You didn't get to be like, I think I'm going to be a pastry chef. Right. Pastry chef classes. Right. Everything. Work the line. I know how to bone a fish. Yeah. I know how to break down a cow. Like all the things. That's impressive. It just it just just went from there. You know, and they're like, what do you want to do for graduation? I want to be a pastry chef. So I. Went to this restaurant in St. Paul, uh, in uh, St. Louis, because I could get a pastry chef title there. And I made breadsticks and ice creams and all the desserts. And then someone got stabbed in our parking lot. <laughs> so it was the first to be fired. Yeah. The pastry the chef. The pastry you chef. Can buy all the all desserts. All the things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I moved back to Chicago and knocked on the back door of Charlie Trotters and said, I'm here. Yeah. I'm ready to. I'm How ready about to- I work for you now? Yeah. yeah. So, and then, you know, there for 10 years and then. And you have a, you have. And a, came here, then came here. And then and came here. What is the, when you get nominated for a James Beard, because we've been talking about the James Beard Awards a mm-hmm. lot the last month. What does that like mean to you? Like, oh, are that's you. That's a really big deal because you're nominated by your peers. So all your people, all your homies, your community is like, yep, you're the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's so cool. You and, know, it's not a, it's not like a board of directors that lives somewhere no. where you've never heard of. Right. You know. It's like these are your people and they think that you're good. Yeah. And it's just like not even to be weird. It's always just such an honor to be nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just want to keep getting. I don't even want to win. I just right, want to keep right. getting nominated. You just want to keep going to the party and being like, yeah, it's a good party in New York that you get to go to. And the people is so fun. It's so nice. And it's all your it's your people. It's your community. It's like just because I've worked in Chicago, I've worked in L.A. You get to see all the other people that you used to work with who yeah. are now being nominated and up for awards and seeing them shine and win. And it's just really, it's really cool. It is so cool. Yeah. I mean, and then as far as it goes, has it, you know, being nominated, do you see like a bump? Do you see like people kind of like, well, it just reminds people that you're there, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, which is really great to do because we want to remind people, Hey, you got a birthday. Come celebrate with us. You got a graduation party. Come celebrate with us. We, you want to take your mom out for brunch. Right. Come kick it with us. Right. It just reminds people. You just got to remind people. Right. That you're still there after 10 years. 
Well, and you stuff. have been in the Midtown Global Market for the majority of it all. The entire 10 the years. The entire time you were in this little tiny kiosk yes. doing these amazing things. And 400 square feet. Like I the mean, size of this room. It, was this, it is the size yeah. of this room. Yeah. And so now, of course, you are in, uh, you have a production facility we in do. Uptown. Yeah. It is huge. It's huge. It's 4,000 square feet. Yeah. So it's really cool. We have offices now, mm-hmm. like real grown-ups. Mm-hmm. There's a break room where the employees can go and put their <laughs> lunches and sit down. Yeah. Yeah, there's a parking lot for the employees. It's yeah. just amazing. You're like, what is going on? Yeah, it's wild. It's like I, I was lead baker yesterday because I still like to work a station every now and then. Mm-hmm. But it's so much different because now you're walking all the way to the walk-in to get the compost. You're walking all the way to the dishwasher. Yeah, you got your steps like, in. Yeah, you know, steps are totally in. I was like, yes. in the day, I was like, Woo! Woo! That was a thing. That was a day. Wow. (laughs) All right. It is uh, Sweet Me Creamery. You can find these ice creams in your local grocery stores. You can have Afugado at the Salty Tart in the Market House. Go to the party tomorrow at their site. At 2940 Harriet. Uh, The link is on our Facebook page. Starts at 3 p.m. Dance party. There's going to be some beer and there's going to be some fun snacks. (laughs) Yeah. Free cake. If you've never seen Michelle dance. She's a dancer. (laughs) It's worthwhile. Rhythm is a dancer. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Just so you guys know, you can always catch the entire broadcast on podcast. And so I want to make sure that you know that you can download the app and catch the whole thing. If you maybe missed the whole first hour and or you were just too amazed by our sparkling conversation with Michelle Geyer. I basically said two words, you guys, because my entire face was jammed with cookie dough ice cream. I don't think I even said anything because I was just eating. Um, I do want to mention that she is the honorary. She is being honored at the Arboretum's annual summer party, which is the Toast and Taste out at the Arboretum. And it is one of the best events of the summer, you guys. It's one of the best food events, I think. I'm an honorary co-chair and I had completely forgotten about it. And so now I'm going to start talking about it crazy enough. But I will tell you that this is like walking through the Arboretum. And in the summertime is one of the best things that you can do in Minnesota. It is a gorgeous place. And then on top of it, you put in some of the best restaurants and uh, they are sampling food and drinks. And, you know, there's Minnesota wines and then there's cocktails and there's all sorts of great stuff. So it's a lot of fun. So it's on July 28th, I believe. And so Mm -hmm. tickets are available, but they will sell out and the VIP tickets are clicking down. So make sure that you get in there because it is VIP gets you time with Michelle one on one, not one on one, but a smaller, you know, version of stuff. Gets. You'll feel like it's one on one. She's very intimate. She will hug you. That's what happens. We love her. <laughs> anyway, so now we're back and we have Jason Carlson in studio with us. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me back. You were moving from bakery and ice cream into wine. So this is Woo-hoo. what is called an all star show. <laughs> it's a great segue. It is a great segue. So we brought you on because I ran into you at Rose Fest and we were, you were talking about. You have this new thing that is happening called uh, wine, dine, de- wine, wine and Dine Deals. Wine, Dine Deals. Wine, Dine Deals. Wine, Dine Deals. Actually, the second year of Wine, Dine Deals. We okay. uh, we launched it last year. We did a very kind of soft launch of it last year. It was kind of underground, mm-hmm. and the response was fantastic. And so the whole idea behind Wine, Dine Deals is it's something that our company puts out, Twin Cities Wine Education, and it's a way to drive traffic toward restaurants and to retailers that are locally owned, locally operated, celebrating our great wine 
wine scene in the Twin Cities and giving a way for people to go experience some cool places that, that, that may, uh, maybe they've never been to before. Yeah. You know, Tongue and Cheek is in there. Cafe Alma is in there. Senyai Senlek, Gardens of Salonica. The idea is to have a whole bunch of coupons that allow you to have options for drinking wine a little bit more affordably all summer long. I love that there's, you know, you go through this and there's just a nice little easy cook, you know, kind of a coupon book. And you can buy a bottle of sparkling wine at Black Dog, get an awesome, an order of fries for free. I love that idea. So it's not just like buy one drink, get another drink for free. Exactly. It's a little e- bit even more. Even though there is a lot of BOGO offers out yeah. there. So buy one, get one uh, wine by the glass. There's a at, lot of that. That's Red great. Red Cow, Red Rabbit. Um, Gardens of Salonica actually has one of the great coupons in the book. The, there are four of them that you can use over the course of the summertime where you order the flight of wine for $9 and you pick your favorite wine and get a free glass of it. Yeah, That's so super great. Cool. And Gardens of Salonica, I want to kind of call out a little bit as far as their wine program, because Anna could easily put Chardonnay and Pinot Grigio on her list and sell 10 times more wine and make more money at it. But she doesn't. She sticks with Greek wines and she celebrates her heritage yeah. and, and the restaurant with that. It's and Anna that, that takes guts. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's very, very cool. And I love that idea of also kind of reminding people to drink you know, wine, I think in the summertime we get, I mean, the cocktail scene and the beer scene and everything else, but I like the idea of sort of, you know, just a reminder. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And we have such a great wine scene in the the Twin Cities and Minnesota in general. And one of the things that I wanted to, you know, make sure that people remember is that we're not an A market in Minnesota. And that's actually a benefit when it comes to buying wine. Uh, Rosé is a perfect example. 35% of the Rosé consumed in America is consumed in New York City and Miami. Oh my God! Which means, which means that uh, the big players with the big brands and the big quotas and the big bucks all want to play in those two markets. Yeah, which means that the little guys with all the really cool groovy wine kind of fly underneath the radar, and they love a market like Minnesota. and the And the rose tent tasting that Solovino did is a perfect example of that. Yeah, that was amazing. That was that was so many great rose wines that you hadn't heard of, maybe hadn't seen before. Different. Different small farm, you know, varieties. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. It's awesome. Solovino has a coupon in here too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so as far as the the coupon book with wine dine deals, uh, the retailers that are involved are kind of the best of the best as far as our independent scene. So Stinson Wine Beer and Spirits is in there. Solovino North Loop Wine uh, Wine and Spirits, Contronios up in White Bear Lake, Tor- Cork Dork Wine Company down. Yeah, uh, I love the Cork on Cedar Dork. Avenue. And so with all the <laughs> wine retailers there, and Thomas Liquors, of course, um, with all the wine retailers. There's a, there are a ton of coupons in there for 20% off certain categories of wine yeah. um, all summer long. I love this one at North Loop. It's a 20% off mix and match. Yep. So you can sort of mix and match your case of wine. You know, maybe you're going up to the cabin. You can kind of pick your things and then you get 20% off that. Or like 20% off all Italian wines. I think exactly. that's great too. Exactly. So the whole idea behind this is that we have such a great scene of independent wine shops, locally owned wine shops. And to celebrate that fact, let's give people a reason to kind of go and, and um, visit those stores more often. Yeah, right. Well, and we were just saying how there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of competition and we all know that Total Wine is, you know, put mm-hmm. the pressure on Everything's people. Everything's changed. Everything's changed yeah. in the last eight years. We have very large wholesalers that have moved into Minnesota. We have very large retailers that have moved in. It's not just Total, but right. we're seeing, you know, Target is opening up more of their liquor stores. Um, Trader thing. Joe's arrived. Costco has kind of expanded their footprint. Yeah. Sam's Club, you name it. And so 
one thing that I like to point out to people is that when it comes to buying wine and you're going, if you're going to the local independent wine shops, those are the people that taste more wine than anybody else in the supply chain. The big guys, the big national presence stores, they make a lot of their buying decisions on the coast or in other big cities. And it comes down to them through a spreadsheet. And here's what is going to be sold at the store. Right. And if you go to a place like North Loop Wine Spirits or Thomas or Solovino, you're talking to people that taste so much wine. So when you say, I need a bottle of Chianti, their Rolodex in their head rifles through with 50 Chiantis they've had in the last month. And they say, here's the one I want to sell you because here's what I think you'll love. Yeah. And that's really important. That's, that's really important. Really great. Well, you, I just, someone just uh, texted and said, can you have him recommend a rosé that he likes right now? Yes. Because rosé is pretty hot. And yep. the, Well, the first thing I'll say is this. There are so many different styles of rosé that are out there. It's hard for me to simply say, here's one to recommend because it depends on what you're looking for. Okay. But one that I've been going toward a lot lately is from New Zealand. It's called The Ned. N-E-D. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I, I I apologize. I forget the story behind the net. I know it's on the back label, but I, I, I end up drinking the bottle so fast and tossing it out and I and, <laughs> and, I, and I forget to read the read the story again. But um, the Ned from New Zealand is a Pinot Noir rosé. And most Pinot Noir rosés, whether it's from New Zealand or from Willamette Valley or mm-hmm. wherever, tend to have higher acid and tend to be a little bit more sharp, a little bit more lively. And I'm kind of an acid freak when it comes to wine. So I love Italian rosés. I love Pinot Noir rosés. Um, there's another one out there, Lone Bird from um, Yakima Valley. Yeah. And Lone Birch is um, is kind of the opposite in style. It's Merlot based with a little bit of Syrah. And Merlot being a lower acid, lower tannin grape, usually, honestly, doesn't make a very good rosé. This one is savory. And so between the Ned and Lone Birch, you have like two ends of the spectrum. Oh, and fun. it's really kind of cool. To, and they have those side by side. And, and it's a whole whole new thing for a lot of people. It's cool. Uh, where is- do you find the Ned? The net, um, you can find it at again, kind of those independent wine shops. The okay. the importer that brings it in doesn't uh, kind of play in, play the big game with the gigantic yep. mega retailers. And so I would again go to kind of the places we mentioned: Solovino, North Loop Wine Spirits, uh, Thomas Slickers, Cork okay. Dork. If they don't have it, they can access it. All and right. that's the other thing that a lot of people have to keep in mind: that even if a store doesn't have what you're looking for, ask for it and give them a little bit of time. And with a couple of days, they can usually track it down and get some bottles for you. I would say that if you are, especially if you're dealing with independent uh, liquor store mm-hmm. and wine store people, like that is the beauty. And that is where they're all going to be able to, I think, really shine is yes. to pull, to be that resource for people. Well, and, and the knowledge base that these people have is unbelievable. I mean, just the other day, I got done teaching a class over at North Loop um, down their basement there. And upstairs, Dave was there. Dave, former sommelier at Heidi's. Mm -hmm. Madison was there, former wine buyer at Toast Wine Bar. And Doug was there, uh, former wine co-wine captain over at Bardo. And these three people are there ready to help people with wine suggestions. And that is so cool. Right. So always, and I would say that I would never, I have a hard time at, I I pop into Total Wine if I know that they have something Mm -hmm. that I can't find or, you know, if there's something there that I'm grabbing on the go. But if I'm looking for an experience and also for just advice, I will always go to Surdex or North Loop Wines or something. I like the idea of just trying to raise your batting average. Yeah. And and I'm not anti-Total or anti- No, I'm not either. Big big box. I want to make that really clear. I mean, I function independently. I have no skin in the game with anybody. So as long as people are drinking 
drinking wine, I'm in business. So I, they I'm bring totally you in to do classes and to teach sort of like, or to do seminars and stuff? Uh, at Total? Or just wherever? Yeah. I'm yeah. like wine uh, shops. Wherever. Um, independent wine shops. So with Twin Cities Wine Education, about half of what we do are the public classes. A quarter of what we do are restaurant consulting and restaurant trainings. So like with Red Cow and Red Rabbit, I do all the training of the staff there. Right. Mm-hmm. And we have, you know, six educational seminars every month at those restaurants. We're doing some work coming up with Gianni's. Yeah. Um, and we have a bunch of other um, restaurants kind of lined up that we're going to be helping out for the rest of the year. And then the other quarter of what I do are private tastings, private events, in-home tastings. That's great. Yeah, it's really, really fun. Really I, fun. Do you find that people are more... Do they have at least an idea of what they're looking for? Or are they looking for just like come in and teach us about things? Uh, there's a whole range. Yeah. Um, last night we did a wine 101 seminar for a company down in Savage. It was just an employee development, uh, personal development seminar. Uh, the night before that, we did a vertical of Barolo going back to 1975. Yeah. Um, and somebody wanted to bring us in just to help kind of give structure to that tasting in their home. So it was pretty cool. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Okay, so people can find you on where it's the... Well, the, 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 the two best ways for the Twin Cities Wine Education education company and all the services are twin cities twin cities wine.com right the wine dine deals book has its own website wine dine deals.com okay and that has the listing of all 80 deals plus all 20 vendors that are involved and you can preview everything uh one click uh, to order it no problem at all we sh- ship in the mail and you'll How have it by cost week. oh thank you 22 bucks okay so yeah. that's pretty reasonable yeah. well can... there, there are some coupons in there that pay for it with one use yeah, yeah. There, there's a 50 percent off a bottle of Drapier champagne at red cow in that book or mm-hmm. Red Cow or Red Rabbit, I forget which one. And you use that one coupon, and the book is paid for itself. You have seventy nine more coupons to use. I love it. Pretty cool. I think it's awesome. So yeah, so definitely also a great idea for someone who has just graduated college and is mm-hmm. kind of hanging out in the Twin Cities or has just moved here. This yeah. is oh, a really that's great a idea. Good, yeah. yeah, I know. Just great, great get people out and about. Great gift for family. You name it. It's a, right. it's a fun way to make sure people enjoy the summer a little bit more. We and that's what we are all about. Summer. <laughs> All right, thanks so much, Jason, for awesome. being here. Thanks and for inviting me. We'll be right back. Thanks. Oh, Sean Mendez bringing us back to the Weekly Dish. It has been a very whirlwindy type show. And how we have stayed on track, I don't know, but maybe we didn't. Stephanie? Yeah, I don't know if we focus did. Focus <laughs> today was not our strength. Yeah. But it happens. We had, wow, two bakers, two award-winning bakers. Yep. Uh, John Krause and Elizabeth Rose Patisserie 46. We had Michelle Geyer um, from the Salty Tart and Sweet Creamery Ice Cream, which is now available in your favorite stores. We had Jason Coulson with his good wine dine deals, which if you like Red Cow and Red Rabbit, who sponsors our show, they have a lot of great coupons in there. So check that out. Lots of stuff. Some good rosés recommended. Mm-hmm. Wow. We had a ginger lime syrup for a Moscow mule. And all through all of this, I did not eat any of it. I just want you to know. You had a taste. I had a taste of the ice cream. Yeah, Because I did. can have 500 calories today because I'm on a fast day. Okay. And it's the only day I can get it in this week. There it is. But so there's been so many good treats that I've just passed by. You have done. You've done well. You are better than I am. But I can have them tomorrow. Yeah. Um, letting you know that just I wanted to once again tell everybody that we have that Minneapolis St. Paul has launched a Summer in the Twin Cities Facebook group. This was going to be my number two and top two in hour two until we ran out of time. <laughs> I had to talk about caramel corn, <laughs> sea salt. 
But this is, again, I just wanted to say, this is a place where, you know, we're focused. It's a limited group. It's going to be for summer. And we want to talk about all fun things in the summer. And we want you guys to ask questions in there. And we're going to answer those questions. We're going to talk about patios and, you know, outside wine tastings. We've got all this stuff teed up. We're going to do Q&As. We'll have other editors come in and do great stuff. Um, and we just kind of want it to be a group of people who are really into living their best summer. So it's called Summer in the Twin Cities. You just have to join up and uh, we'll approve your your uh, your member, you know, thing, whatever, however that goes. And it's on Facebook. So go ahead and find it. And you know, we're your personal concierge here at Weekly Dish. We have lots of ways to get a hold of us. We have a Facebook page. We have a uh, radio show page. We also have Weekly Dish on Twitter, Weekly Dish MN on Instagram, Weekly Dish on Facebook. Both Stephanie and I are very responsive on the social medias. And as much as we can be. Yeah. And it is summer, so I'm going to be outside sometimes. So maybe I'm not going to be that responsive. <laughs> I'll be responsive for you. I'm at the cabin just sitting on my dock. I know. Um, we are also posting, you know, Weekly Dish is a radio show, but it's also a live podcast mm-hmm. and podcasts every week. And occasionally we'll be posting additional content there. So um, later on today, I'm going to be putting together some suggestions on some rosés and some rosé cocktails that you can make. So look for that uh, to be posted on the Weekly Dish podcast. You can follow it at Stitcher or at Podcast One or anywhere that you find your podcasts. Okay, so then uh, letting you know some stuff that's going on around town. Uh, Pearl and the Thief opened in Stillwater. I, can we talk about that? Stillwater's yep. having a restaurant boom down there. They're having a whole town boom. Their Hotel Laura is opening up yeah. as well. And that is going to be a very, very cool hotel, you know, kind of on the side of uh of things and it's gonna it's like right when you walk in you know the caves the old yeah. caves um that's and it was the wolf brewery they're totally carving this hotel you guys they spent 13 and a half million dollars on that place it is gorgeous yeah and it's very cool because it's very authentic and they're it's they're keeping the heritage walls as much as they can so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of stone and i think it's limestone that's there and it's just this beautiful it's they've really done a good job i just toured a few of the rooms and it was great but pearl and the thief is open down the street and it's in the old pub 112 space and it's uh you know justin sutherland and joe peary's place that has opened and it's got a very kind of you know they when they said it was going to be an oysters and whiskey bar i kind of was wondering how the vibe was going to be if we're getting another handsome hog sort of a darker I mean handsome hog is pretty pretty but you know I was worried that it was going to be like more of a butcher in the boar situation and I got to tell you it is beautiful in there it is just light and airy and it feels like a Carolina beach restaurant yeah I thought it was really beautiful I like pearl and the thief as a name yeah it's unique yeah, it was very cool. Um, so that opened in Stillwater, and there's also there's another hotel coming to Stillwater, and they're going to open a place called it's called the Crosby, I guess. And then there's just a lot happening down there. So there's a little speakeasy there called the Velveteen Rabbit, too. By the way, I think it's Velveteen or Velveteen Rabbit. But there's a lot of stuff. Stillwater is kind of just kind of popping right now, which is great because it's a summer town. It's a total river town. Right, right. I love that. Um, if you're headed up to Duluth, I just want to let you know about Hoops Brewing. And they have a new bar inside the brewery, which is kind of fun because uh, it's called the Ripple Bar. And here's the deal. You know, because of Minnesota state laws, you can't have, if you're a brewery, you can't be serving alcohol of any other kind and only the stuff you make. Same with cocktail rooms. So they told them that they, if they were going to put a bar in the same area, it had to be closed off by, it had to be separated by a wall. And then Dave Hoops, who is the smartest guy ever said, well, he, they never said how high the wall had to be. So there's basically a ledge for a wall. 
And it's so smart. So like you can and be I'm standing sure on closing that loophole as we speak. Well, right. I'm sure that they are. But it's like, yeah, so they may have been the only smartest ones to get away yeah, with it because they'll probably not make them redo it. Right. But- no, because they passed all their inspections and they've been open. There's a wall there. So they've uh, they are so you can stand on one side and have a cocktail like, you know, V. Cray. Gosh, they have a great whiskey up there, you guys um, at V. Cray. And so you can have one side. You can be drinking your whiskey and the other side. Your friend can be having their beer, their hoops brewed beer. And that's kind of a smart idea. Yeah, it really is funny that they were able to get away with that. Yeah, I know it. So on the sad note, letting you guys know that Ward 6 is closing, you know, on Payne Avenue and their last day will be Sunday. And it's a good run. You know, they just, it just didn't work out for them. And they were just sort of, it just was time for them to move on, I think. Uh, Fabulous Ferns and Cathedral Hill close this week, too. You knew that? Yes. Yes. Bye. Yeah. Just bye. Yeah. 26 years. I know you had a good run. Bye. Yeah. That's okay. I hope someone else takes that spot, though, because I think it is a good spot. It just needs a little cleaning up. And- yeah. I think that that, I think that that building is actually angling for something else. So yep. I have a feeling about that. Um, some of the other things that are happening in town, uh, just letting you know that th- it is Minnesota Cider Week. It has kicked off. Yeah. Minnesota Cider Week is this is today, basically through the ninth. And they have got so many great things. In fact, I'm going to put that on the Facebook page, the Cider Guild's uh, note, because there's like brunches and dinner. St. Genevieve is doing a Britney brunch from today and tomorrow. Like I'm we're going talking- to that tomorrow. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yep. Yep, that is going to be, oh, I'm a little, then I'm saying like keep your calories for that. Yeah, I'm that saving them up. Is going to be great. And they have, I mean, if you can't make that one, you know, they've got, um, they've got on Wednesday, Hasty Tasty has a five course cider dinner, you know. Um, I think th- there's something happening at the Happy Gnome too, up in the, um, up in the upstairs. Oh, is there space. like a tasting mm-hmm. maybe or something? Mm-hmm. I do know that they have a bunch of special events. Um yeah, oh, it's a Meet Your Maker. So it's presented by at the Happy Gnome, and it's the Cider Guild Meet Your Maker. So local cider makers are going to be a tasting panel, and they're going to talk. They're going to be special hors d'oeuvres and stuff. But that'll be great. They're doing a cider trivia night at Urban Forage. All sorts of great stuff for Cider Week. They're going to end up with, of course, Cider Fest, which is the last thing, and that's on the ninth. And it's fifty-five bucks, you guys, and it's totally worth it. Some of that we are coming up with some just really cool ciders. Okay. Also, by the way, Grand All Day. Don't forget is tomorrow. That's right. That's one of the last things. And open streets next week. Good Lord. Have a great summer, everybody. (laughs) Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye.